Welcome to Tripping on Bricks, a podcast by the AS Review, Western Washington University's alternative news source. We are your hosts, Soleil and PJ. In this episode, we'll be talking about life after graduation, and you'll be hearing from AS Review writer Mackenzie Dexter and Jelena Piano from the Career Services Center. Hi, Mackenzie. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thank you for having me. So Mackenzie, what will you and Jelena be talking about during this episode? We talked about how to navigate the post-grad workforce in the midst of a pandemic. Great. Can't wait to hear it. Let's go. Okay. So my name is Jelena Piano. I use she, her, hers pronouns. I'm a career counselor at Western's Career Services Center. Perfect. Thank you so much for talking with me today as well. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to to talk with you today. So many students who are graduating within the next few weeks are are worried about their next chapter, especially with the economic impacts of COVID-19. And many students are also having to kind of change their post-grad plans due to safety reasons, as well as the lack of income. What advice do you have for students preparing to graduate and enter into a completely unknown situation with a struggling job market? Right. I think that's a question that's on a lot of people's minds. So first of all, I want to say, take some time to acknowledge this milestone and your accomplishments during your time at Western. You know, don't forget to celebrate. You've you've done a lot. You've accomplished a lot. The smartest epidemiologists, they're starting to understand this disease and how it operates, but they don't know yet. It's been about three months since the stay-at-homes began, and we can expect that this disruption will continue and it will be lengthy. So my first piece of advice for graduates is you have to be ready to manage your stress over a period of time. I think feeling anxious and a little scared is normal as you graduate, but for the class of 2020, those feelings are amped way up. If you're someone who likes the idea of seeking a mentor or wisdom from experts, Western's alumni office and career service launched WeConnect, which is a platform where you can find those experts in your field and ask for their advice directly. The number one recommendation I can make is to make a plan for how you will do your job search. You'll use it now, and it's very likely that you'll use these same techniques again and again as you progress in your careers. So for example, if you commit to job search activities for six hours per week, set up a two to three times per week schedule so that you've got some breaks in between knowing, for example, that you have dedicated job search time to make calls and send emails, tailor your resumes and research jobs maybe every Tuesday and Thursday afternoon from 1 to 3 p.m. And that will really help when you have that 3 a.m. panic, uh-oh, I don't have a job, I need to find something. And whereas you might've jumped online and done a few middle of the night hours of scrolling, during which you stare at a screen and don't get much feedback. Instead, you can gently say to yourself, hey, I've got my job search time on Thursday, so I'll use that time to work on this, and then you can try to get back to sleep. Yeah, that's really good advice to carve out that time because I'm Absolutely. definitely prone to doing the 3 a.m. panic search, not really finding anything because it's 3 a.m. For sure. But yeah, scheduling some time, especially since we are nearing the end of school and into summer. Absolutely. Taking some time. My next question is, um, how can students preparing to graduate use this situation to their advantage? Um, You kind of touched on that, but um, I guess what 
unique ways can they apply themselves? Because obviously the class of 2020 is the first to really experience this huge shift in the world, but then also have these resources like the internet to their advantage. So I guess, yeah, what are some pros and cons of the situation as well? Building new skills and meeting new people while also making a positive contribution to your community doesn't require you to be an expert in anything. So as you're job searching, consider serving your community. Go find out what the needs are and do that. Usually I'm giving advice to students, find a volunteer opportunity that's in your field and, and progresses your, uh, your goals. But I think right now the right advice is go find out what your community needs and do that. That being said, of major importance is the liberal arts education you've received while at Western. You know how to write, you know how to speak, you know how to research and how to think critically and creatively to solve problems. So each graduate of the class of 2020 possesses these skills and now that work is to translate skills learned in the classroom and apply them to the job search. That's where maybe working with a career counselor can be helpful in the career services office. If the nonprofit world is, or the nonprofit sector is a place that you see yourself, uh, I'm often recommending idealist.org to students as a great resource to find ways that you can either get involved as a volunteer or even for full-time employment and internships to find work in a way that makes a meaningful impact uh, even beyond the pandemic. Thank you. Yeah, that's such a good thing to keep in mind. Um, I think especially for 2020 graduates going forward. This is such a historically changing time and it's we're changing our lives, but it, we're also impacting so many other people's and our next steps are really going to change what we know. And I think going off of that as well, students who are looking for jobs and struggling to find them can kind of have this sense of guilt as well as defeat when they are looking for jobs, but also people in their community are losing their jobs. I guess what advice do you have for that while looking? So I guess looking out for yourself, but also for those community businesses and jobs and friends who are losing their jobs. Yeah, that's a great question. I think the first thing I want to say here is that you will fail and you might fail a lot in this process, but this has always been true. Very few people are simply handed jobs after they graduate, even in a strong economy. So if you can allow the failing to teach and make you better. You could even ask that employer that turned you down what you might have done better, which could feel really vulnerable, but your future self will appreciate the struggle that you went through. And to talk a bit about the idea of persistence and staying motivated and having a tracking sheet to look through and see your progress and small successes, such as, you know, someone called you back or you followed up and got a referral that can keep you from becoming so discouraged that you give up. So, you know, take micro breaks, follow your plan. I think that will keep you moving forward through what will likely be a lengthy process. And I also want to speak to this on a personal level as a 2008 graduate. Back then when I was graduating, I had very little awareness of the economy or the stock market. I was wrapped up in my life and my friends, in my classes. I realized maybe a month before the deadline that my move was to go to graduate school. So I rushed and took the GRE 
and sent out applications and I was able to be accepted and get a graduate assistantship at East Tennessee State University. What happened next was that summer after I graduated, I applied all over and couldn't even find a part-time job in fast food or childcare, even having some experience in both areas. I relied entirely on my parents and lived with them that summer, which is the absolute last place I wanted to be at that time. And I think now how fortunate I was to have a family that welcomed me home rent-free while I was waiting for classes to start. Uh, during that summer, I also got the information together to apply for food assistance because with the monthly stipend I received from working on campus, I wasn't going to be able to make ends meet without EBT benefits. So that time at home allowed for some planning and a real shift in my mindset. I was flat broke and going out on the most independent living situation I'd had to date. I was really scared and had to work really hard to trust myself to handle it all. And I didn't always do a perfect job. I called my mom a lot. But 2020 graduates are getting that experience ahead of your graduation. So you're witnessing this reality that you'll be entering. So I hope that you've had time to observe and hopefully, hopefully do the uncomfortable work of adapting your approach and your mindset with some supports from family or friends. And I think the idea of, of courageously making the changes that you can and trusting yourself to handle those future challenges will be the key. You can feel compassion for those who have lost their jobs and stay committed to your process. Yeah, that's a lot of great advice. And yeah, thank you for sharing your experience. That's, it's nice to know, I guess, you can't really plan after <laughs> college. Things are always going to get in the way no matter what. So being flexible and adapting, I think, is so important. And I think that the past four years for a lot of college students has really prepared them for that. So, yeah, obviously a lot has changed. And in what ways have you and your your coworkers seen a shift in multiple job fields and how is the Career Services Center adapting to this change? One shift that we were seeing even before the pandemic was that many employers were really moving towards a virtual interview experience because it was more cost effective for them. So now the idea of your first interview will likely be over the phone or over video conference. I think that's here to stay. Now that employers and most of us have gotten the hang of how to use these platforms, I think that that will be something that sticks around even after after states start to reopen. So in the career services office, we are doing a lot of coaching, a lot of, as I shared before, about the having a plan, getting a strategy together. On the flip side of that, a lot of people are really frozen and sort of paralyzed in their search process, or maybe they're putting it off until things improve or the unemployment insurance runs out. And when that happens, we expect to see a highly competitive, narrow job market if the state level restrictions remain in place or 
come back into play during a second wave. I will mention also in, in our shift to meet students' needs, what we're offering is a 48-hour resume review. So you can send via email your resume along with the job description that you are interested in applying for. We will have someone review that and get you feedback within 48 hours. That's a, a new service that we're doing. We host virtual drop-in hours daily. So you, if you just have a couple of questions, it's on Zoom. The link is on our website. If you don't need a whole hour to practice an interview or you just have some questions about how to get started, that's a really easy way to access a career counselor and just ask a few questions. Yeah, that's really good to know. I'm definitely going to use that. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Great. One important point I want to make is that Career Services offers all of our services to alumni as well. So maybe our seniors were focused on adapting to online classes and there's a long list of, of COVID related stressors about health and housing and layoffs this quarter. But everyone who is a graduate can still make an appointment all summer and beyond. So at the very least, let's take a look at your resume, talk about your job search strategy or your grad school applications. We have a dedicated grad school advisor. I know, like I shared with my story, graduate school felt like a good safe place to stay uh, while I waited to see what was happening with the job market. So if that's something that you're considering, we do have a dedicated person uh, working with grad school, pre-med, pre-law, so we can help with that as well. Awesome. That's great information to know. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, Mackenzie. We'll be back after the break with our segment, How Have the Bricks Wronged You? The music you hear throughout our podcast is by Austin Caldwell from Harbor Day. Harbor Day is the audio journal of Austin Caldwell, creating bedroom pop influenced by folk, ambient, and R&B. His songs are crafted with care from start to finish. If you or a student you know needs assistance getting by during the COVID-19 pandemic, check out the Western Office of Student Life website for resources. At the Answer View, we've been covering stories on student activities moving online and how Western is handling a quarter in a digital realm. Check out asreview.org for stories such as student submission, students deserve compassionate administrators, shred the contract supporting incarcerated individuals during COVID-19, discussions of trauma in the classroom, and a reflection on our time at Western. You can find these and more at asreview.org. So, Soleil, tell us, have the bricks wronged you? Well, um, I have two instances to draw from that have not directly happened to me, but I witnessed them happen. The first one was actually on my first night at Western freshman year. I decided to walk her across campus with my roommate, Erin, at the time, and we saw a couple, I'm assuming college students, who were on one of those rolling desk chairs, rolling down that hill right before Carver. And well, obviously the rolling chair just kind of hit a couple bricks and they took a big tumble and like two or three of the wheels from the rolling chair, like flew off and flew my direction. And I was like, wow, so this is college, huh? 
Uh, the second story I have is actually concerning Austin, who does the music for this podcast. And it was when we were taking a Spanish class together and he came in with a broken leg because I believe he had been skateboarding and his skateboard just caught on a brick and he broke his leg. So those are my stories of how the bricks have not wronged me, but I've witnessed them wronging others. <laughs> See, and I've seen like the skateboarders like trip and fall and maybe like rip a hole in their pants or like scratch up their arms. But to break your leg. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a rough one. <laughs> I I cannot imagine what he was doing to do that. <laughs> If anything, really, honestly, it might have just been the bricks. <laughs> Poor kid. Thank you again to Mackenzie and Julina Piano from the Career Services Center for joining us on this episode of Tripping on Bricks. We've been your hosts, PJ. And Soleil. This is our last podcast episode for spring quarter and for the school year. Thank you again to all our guests and to you, our listeners, for tuning in. We'll be back for fall quarter with more student-based stories and news. Do you have a story to share with the AS Review? Go to asreview.org slash podcast for more information or to fill out our form to be on the podcast. Thank you for listening to Tripping on Bricks with the AS Review. Best of luck with any remaining finals, and we hope to see you in the fall.